In case you missed it, catch Green Umbrella in action at this year's Recruitment Technology Showcase, where they talk all things digital marketing. Hi everyone, it's Christina back again. Um, it, don't know if you were in the session earlier or not, but um, if you, we covered quite a lot of questions in there about social media. So please, you know, once today's done, go back and check that out. It's still going to be live. Um, in this session, we're going to talk about creating content that generates leads. It's one thing to be putting social media content out there. You're getting your blogs out there. Um, and you know, just produce becoming a content machine is one thing, but actually, we do want something out of it at the end, um, and that's some really good, meaningful, really kind of good quality, high quality leads. Um, when I first thought about this session, I was going to go through some content ideas with you, but I've actually changed my approach on that a little bit, and I'm really glad I did because there's a couple of questions there um, from Sharon that I think actually, if I talk through the things I wanted to cover the answers to those questions are there okay so i'm not going to ignore your questions sharon um and at the end of this feel free to reach out to me if um if i haven't answered them well enough and, and we can answer them on a one-to-one -one basis okay so when it comes to creating content that's going to bring you leads you really need to think about that in real life scenario when you're networking okay so first of all you're going to read the room Whatever your platform is, if you're on LinkedIn, if it is on your blog, if, if you're on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, think about the tone of that platform. OK, think about who you're talking to. Um, you know, Look at that room, look at the audience in there and make sure you are pitching your content on the same level as the people you're wanting to target. I see a lot of recruiters that are kind of there. They're sharing information, but they're kind of sharing it on their level and from a recruitment perspective. So to use um, the C-suite as an example, we do need to think about actually what, what do those C-suite people want to see? What's the, the quality and the caliber that, that of content that they're going to engage in and actually make sure we're, we're presenting our content in that way? The other thing we need to make sure we're doing as that's happening is that we make sure we have a voice. So we want to be seen as an expert in our field. We want to be seen as thought leaders. There's a there's a great big thunderstorm now. I don't know if you can hear that on the microphone, but I promise it's not my stomach rumbling. Um, OK, so. Um, so, yeah, so like I say, have a voice. You can be a recruiter that's saying, yeah, you know, I know about the industry. I know all about the sector. Um, here's, a, here's a really interesting article. Off you go. Or you can be that recruiter that says, here's an article. Here are the key points. This is what they mean. This is what I'm hearing from, from my cl clients. What do you think too? Okay, so it's one thing kind of pulling out an example um and now i'm getting distracted by the chat don't distract me um okay so like i said if you want to be seen as an expert in your field you need to actually have a voice you need to give an opinion just saying here's a great article from whoever isn't going to cut it yes it's going to show you're read, well read but who cares about what you're reading? We care about the fact that you've you've consumed and you've got an opinion there and you're offering that. And actually, you know, from my perspective on LinkedIn, 
I will never I will never call myself an expert because LinkedIn can change everything tomorrow and I will immediately know nothing. And that's really important for me within the work that I do, that I never get big headed enough to say I'm the expert. Um, however, the content I produce is designed to make people feel that they can come in and tap into my expertise. I, I want you guys to think of me an ex as an expert. So when I share something, I share the fact that, you know, the latest update from LinkedIn, great, but I don't think we can do anything much about it. So actually, I, I'm not seeing any reason to change our approach to content. People can then engage in conversation with me on that as well. Okay. And it's really important when you have that voice that you are taking every opportunity to be you and be authentic and have your opinion. And also, if it's something that you're not quite sure about, don't be afraid to say that, you know, this isn't my area of expertise, but I believe X, Y, Z, tell me what you need. Tell me what you think. Tell me what your opinion is and, and ask for that. Um, that authenticity, again, think about your, your in real life scenario. There are people that you will attract and people that you will repel. And the reality is, the more authentic you are, the more you'll repel those people that are probably your, probably not your ideal client. Okay, they're the leads that are going to come through that actually have been a waste of time. So, you know, again, it's about creating that content that is 100% putting you, you know, put yourself on that pedestal as as an expert, as someone that knows your industry, knows your sector, knows what's required. And then when it comes to actually converting that into a lead, okay, it's about getting that conversation going and making sure you follow up, okay? So I'll create content and I'll ask for people's opinions. I think this, what do you think, okay? Um, so Amy says, this seems to have stopped working. I'm gonna carry on and just cross my fingers and hope that it's just Amy's connection. Um, things look quite stable. Okay, Recruiter says, all good here. Brilliant, fab, thank you for that, guys. Okay, so like I say, create that content, design it in a way where you get that, um, you know, that response back and then make sure you follow up. So you could follow up within the, the, the comments of that post. You could follow up in the, the comments on your blog under an article. But you can also, especially when it comes to your social media piece, you can switch that conversation into a one-to-one -one communication. So sometimes people will comment on posts on LinkedIn or I've commented on someone else's and then ended up engaging in a conversation. And all of a sudden, I literally, I'm like connection request, private message and carrying on the communication there and actually getting into a place where that's then moving into a telephone call. And, you know, it, it's about kind of, it's about moving those conversations into the media we want them to be in. And there's nothing wrong with that happening cross-platform either. One of the most successful recruitment campaigns that um, we've run for an agency, um, we knew the target audience, we'd get those conversions on LinkedIn, but we actually started targeting people over on Facebook through Facebook ads. And actually, we, we got people's attention over on Facebook. We did that awareness piece there. And when it came to sort of the interest element and getting them into a place where they would come up making decisions about using the client, that was all happening on LinkedIn because we, we targeted stuff, okay? So like I said, you know, think about that follow-up. Okay, we've created this content. We've had some engagement. What do we do next to push people that, that little bit further through our funnel? 
Okay, and like I said, ask, asking for that, asking for that engagement sometimes can be really useful. And I don't mean saying, you know, like this post if you agree. It's not that sort of stuff. It's about asking those open-ended questions that that bring those comments. Okay. And you are only going to get those comments if the content you've produced is relevant for your audience and relevant to the platform you're using. So the other thing with this as well is a, you know, when you're writing content, this is probably more relevant to your blog content now, okay, is that, I'm take my glasses off because they keep sliding down. Um, with your blog content, we can be really guilty of thinking about the keywords. Okay, what's someone going to type into Google? What do we want to be found for? Writing content around that. And as much as we should do that, we also need to make sure we're writing for actual humans. Okay, so I talk a lot about something called human SEO. And um, to give you an example of that, um, I wrote an article about two weeks ago. Okay, and um, this was it was about email marketing. The title of the blog was Does Email Marketing Work? So that's something as a kind of like a long tail keyword search. People are likely to be putting into Google if they're thinking about implementing an email marketing plan. We can help you with email marketing. So it makes a lot of sense. I would write on that topic. But actually, when it comes to the imagery on that article, um, that the title we've used, so the title you would see like first hit you see in your LinkedIn feed actually says, I'm not sure about email marketing. So that would be a weird thing for me to be saying as an individual or for Green Umbrella to be saying as an individual. But what happens is it triggers that response, it triggers that emotion, um, and people start to respond to that. Um, you know, things where we can kind of disrupt people as well. I, I did something um, a little while ago, I'd written a blog, and I literally got my phone and um, on iOS, you can kind of like do a screen recording. And I literally recorded my screen. I had the blog on my phone and I just scrolled up and down the article. So there's no sound. There's no kind of like backing, you know, no kind of stock music or anything. And I posted that video just saying, have you, you know, have you seen the, the latest blog on Green Umbrella? And I had loads of people sending me messages going, wow, how did you do that? And it's because they're scrolling through and it's almost as if their, um, their phone's like broken because it started scrolling the wrong way, but it was actually the video. But even that one-to-one -one communication, have it, having that communication point means we can take the conversation forward and we can start talking about, you know, how we can work innovatively with someone or, you know, what sets us apart as an agency and, you know, and kind of like drawing those things, bringing those things into the conversation. One of the key things we need to think about when we're producing content for, from a social media perspective is that, we're, we're reaching people right at the beginning of their buying journey. In fact, we're reaching people before they've even decided they need us. You might be talking to someone today that has no intention of using a recruitment agency, no intention of using a recruiter whatsoever, or someone who feels like they're really, really, you know, they're concrete where they are. They're, they're cemented into their role. They're never going to, they're never, ever going to work anywhere else. Right now, they don't know they need your services. So we want to do all this work. We want to create this awareness. We want to create these conversations so that actually when it comes to that point and they realize that they do need you, they're not going to Google and saying, you know, does email marketing work? They're actually messaging me on LinkedIn saying, oh, you wrote that blog. Can we talk about email marketing now? 
Okay, it's kind of it's changing that experience, and that's when the leads come in. Now, you have to keep your expectations in check. I didn't write that article and expect to get leads for email marketing the next day. It might be in 12 months time that I get that message on LinkedIn. Um, I, I got a, an email from someone that receives our weekly um, email newsletter um, with all our blogs on it and she needed our services. She hit reply on an email that she'd had maybe six, seven months ago. But because we fed, we've been feeding valuable content on a consistent basis, that client knows they can come to us at any point to ask us any questions without any pressure to buy or, or anything like that. We're always going to be giving our advice and our guidance as much as we can. Actually, when she then needs, needs us in a commercial capacity, she was straight here with us. Okay, so like I say, all this content you're producing now and it doesn't, it doesn't cost anything to produce the content. You just have to make yourself sit down and do it. You have to be accountable to yourself and make sure that you, you do it and you do it with consistency. Um, and that's when those leads will come. If you kind of duck in, do a little bit, disappear out, it's not going to work that way. And, you know, it, it's that adage of someone's kind of like, you know, they've posted one thing on LinkedIn and they're just waiting for the results to come in and then say, well, LinkedIn doesn't work for me. So I'm going to dive into the chat now and um, try and answer some questions. So um, if you're still here, jump in with those questions and like I said, I'll cover anything I can. So a uh, question from Jesse, when it comes to email marketing, is it appropriate to link to articles not written by your company on an external website or should you keep it strictly content from your company? Okay, so produce content. Actually, do you know what? Let's talk about, if you put a, a blog together, okay, I'm, I'm all about repurposing content wherever we can. And remember, think about that human SEO, think about how we're gonna read content. So you, you want a really nice image, a strong title, okay? Then what you want to do is make sure you've got some headlines within that article as well. So, you know, it might be a headline and a few paragraphs, headline and a few paragraphs. All of this should be your own content, okay? Now, what you can do is if you're talking, so if I was talking, uh, one of the things we'll do is do a write-up of my two sessions. That will go out as a blog. We'll refer to the event. We'll re refer to UK Recruiter and to these videos. So within this content that's ours that we've written, there will be you know, some hyperlinked text that's sending people out to an external site. That's great. And I would suggest one or two um, of those links to external sites per article fantastic thing to do. Don't link to Wikipedia, make sure you're linking to a, a high quality site. But also what you want to be able to do is within this text, actually link to something that is in within your own website. And again, it's kind of like try and do that a couple of times as well if you can. Um, you know, it might be you do one external link and two internal links, okay, and, and try, and, try and work that way. The great thing with this, especially if you're starting up, it's just you or, you know, you haven't got a, a great big marketing team. You're not outsourcing your marketing to a green umbrella. Um, the other thing is that when you're putting this content together, you want to make sure it's produced in a way that you can break it up. So, you know, this article, if I've got three headings, then essentially 
That's one LinkedIn post there. That one key point, I can talk about that one thing in my LinkedIn post or in my tweet or, or where, wherever else. Um, it might, you know, let's say there's three paragraphs, all of a sudden I've got three posts there I can use. This piece of content, okay, maybe I'm going to record a video talking about these points or three videos one each on on each point so again we can break it up in different ways if you look at things like podcasting talking through this blog not necessarily reading it word for word although that is an option but if you just kind of use this as a basis and then recorded a, a, a podcast episode around that you've got that audio file which again you can break up into little chunks and use across your social media as well so you've been through the pain, okay? Not everyone loves writing. Amanda, who's in the chat, she's one of our in-house writers. She loves writing. I hate it. It's a real, real chore for me. So I go through the pain of writing this content. And once I've done that, I'm breaking it up in as many ways as I possibly can to make sure we can maximize on that. And every time I break it up, I'm thinking, right, what does the call to action need to be here? And do you know what, on that point, sometimes there isn't a call to action. Sometimes this is just a piece of content that's really, really useful and there isn't something people are necessarily gonna come back with. Don't let that stop you, especially in the early days because that consistency really, really is everything. Um, like I said, the, the, I'm gonna just scroll up to the top of the chat because I'm just gonna refresh on that question. So best advice, what best advice would you give to a sole recruiter who needs to keep costs low, but still undertake digital marketing? So if you are, again, as a sole recruiter, invest in the time, create the content, but also look for opportunities elsewhere. So on the session earlier, I talked about you know, recruiters have an opportunity to guest blog on the UK recruiter website. There's a massive audience there you, you can get out to. Okay, yes, the audience is mainly recruiters, but actually people engaging in that content are not, you know, they're recruiters with networks of people. Okay, so it's, it's that, it's not who you know, it's who they know. Um, but, you know, look at also having guest blogs on your website. So let's say you are specialised, you know, you're, you're servicing the you know, marketing roles as a sector, okay? Um, marketing as a sector. It might be that you have certain partners. Maybe you've got an HR partner that you use or a legal partner that you use, and actually you can get them to do some guest blogs for you that you then push out to your network. So again, you know you're providing good quality, valuable advice and guidance through your content that's going to be pitched for your audience. It's going to be, you know, it being useful, it being valuable, it being timely, these are all things that that's what makes it work. Yes, you need to produce some content that is how to prepare for an interview or um, you know, CV writing tips and that kind of stuff. But if you're looking at C-suite level roles, you've got to really think about how you, how you position that piece of content and, and what the proposition is going to be there, okay? Um, cool. So, best form of marketing to C-suite personnel in business, definitely LinkedIn, definitely email as well. Um, we're seeing a real trend at the minute for people wanting email marketing campaigns, 
that are kind of, you know, a, there's a trigger point and then we go into a drip campaign. So that, that recipient might be getting a, you know, an email every week for 10 weeks or 20 weeks or whatever it is. Right now, especially that C-suite level, it's really, really valuable. But it's about respecting the inbox as well. So whatever you put in there, okay, it needs to be 100% on point. Um, you know, you know what it's like. So I get it sometimes. We'll get some, um, you know, an email marketing piece arrives in my inbox, and it's a marketing agency selling me marketing services. And I think, what are you doing? You know, where was the research? Respect people's inboxes. Respect the people that you're trying to reach with the content, and make sure that it's not something they're going to skip over and. Um, and, and try and create something they will respond to because it's going to solve their problems. It's going, it's not about you, it's about them. Cool, I am about ready to wrap that up. Um, again, questions and things, sh shoot them over to me on LinkedIn. I'll happily answer them or pop them in the track, in the chat even here. Um, and I, I can pick up on those as well. Um, I'll, I'll make sure I've answered everything before the end of the day. Um, yeah, Green Umbrella, if you're looking to outsource your social media marketing or producing your content, your email marketing, please talk to me or to um, Amanda, who you can see there in the, in the chat. Um, Amanda will put both our LinkedIn um, links in there so you can reach out to us. Um, but if you're, you know, if you're looking at smaller budgets or, you know, you just need someone to hold your hand, to coach you, to sort of act as a bit of an accountability partner for you through this as well. We do a lot of that. And to be honest, this session and the session earlier is very much how that service works. Um, and you'd be working with me or Amanda on a one-to-one -one basis. So, so have a look at that. Um, yeah, Jesse, we do loads of webinars. Um, so again, just give us a shout. We can add you to the mailing list there. We've also got an on-demand um, training zone as well, uh, the training hub. So we'll, we'll make sure all the links are put in here for you. Um, anyone that's been on both my sessions today, thank you. Um, and I hope you've had a fantastic day. Big thumbs up to Louise, who has been amazing. This day has just been so easy to be part of. So um, I hope everyone attending has had as good a day as I have. Um, that's it. I'll stop talking now. Bye.